you're listening to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Welcome back to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast, the podcast where we explore the past, understand the present, and dream of the future. Today with me, I have Jenny Hampton. Welcome to the show, Jenny. Excited to have you here. We've been wanting to have you on for a while, so I'm excited we finally have you. Can you tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do here at DJT? Yeah, Um, so I am Jenny Hampton. I am the dance coordinator. So I oversee all the dance programs here at Junior Theater. Um, I make sure everyone's having a good time and making sure that my teachers are doing good and that families are having a blast. Awesome. So what exactly does being the dance coordinator entail? What's a day like for you? A day like for me is answering emails. And a lot of times I get questions from parents on like, what should a student wear to class? Questions about information they received from class um, and other ways that that parents can help their kids. And also I check in with my staff once they get here and just kind of keep an ear out while classes are going on. And I usually sit in my office and it's a really good song. I'm usually dancing or singing under my breath. And uh, yeah, just, you know, I like to get out and meet the families and the, and the dancers and stuff as much as I can and get to know them too. So kind of fit all of that into one day. Yeah. So when did you start working at junior theater and how did you find it? Yeah, I started working junior theater in August of 2015. I had just graduated college in May um, and I had done an internship in Chicago for the Chicago Children's Theater there and moved back because, you know, Chicago's expensive and was just kind of like looking around on some things, you know, what to do when I got back and um, junior theater popped up and it always kind of I always known that it was there and stuff. And I was like, you know what, let's go for it. It's been a, it's been a while since I like, I've taught dance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I started off as a dance instructor, added on like theater class instructor as well. And then in 2017, yeah, 2017, I became the dance coordinator. Nice. So what was the program like when you started working here and how has it changed over the years? Yeah, um, the program was a little smaller than what it was. Um, It's grown a lot. Other than like some of the styles of classes, not a whole lot has changed. Um, We no longer do a costume recital in the fall, which we used to do. Um, And we did that my first year here too. Um, So now we just do a presentation in the fall Mm -hmm. um, where students and classes get to show off some of the skills that they've learned, show off a little dance. Um, And mostly it's just about showing off, you know, all the cool things that they can do now um, and the things that they've been working on. And so then parents get to see that as well. Other than that, some um, updates to like the studios and stuff too. We've gotten some paint jobs done, gotten new desks for like the teachers and stuff to like hold all the fun things that they can use for class. We've had some teacher turnaround, which it always brings some really fun um, new ideas, new games that I hear. And I think it always gives the dancers a really good challenge to kind of see how somebody else teaches class. 
Um, so they may have had it with one teacher for, you know, a couple of sessions and now they have it with a new teacher. Um, and then just to see the differences and similarities that dance can have from person to person and studio to studio and stuff too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Can you talk um, a little bit more about how the studio spaces have changed over the past couple of years? Yeah, absolutely. We have added some numbers to like the mirrors and stuff so that while dancers are practicing in the studio, they can use those to kind of help with their spacing. And then we have little numbers that we put up on the stage for performances as well to kind of help guide them as well. Just help them kind of keep uh, keep an open mind or keep conscious of like where am I supposed to be on stage at that time? Because it can get a little tough trying to do so many things while you're dancing. So right. one more thing is just to remember, where do I go? We've like updated just some little things here and there, like new dots and stuff for the classes. We've gotten new tumble mats recently. And let's see, our Studio 2 space was a little bit smaller back, I think about a couple of years ago, year and a half ago, um, that we cleaned out. Um, there was like a little back area behind some um, folding walls and we were able to clear that out a little bit more and push the studio a little bit more. So we've got a little more space back there too. And recently we um, expanded our dance lobby, which is awesome. Um, and so we have a, some more seating and then we also have our shoe and lead chart exchange in there too. So it used to be in my office um, mm -hmm. and now it is kind of out in its own little area parents can come in and with their kids and try on new things, new shoes and stuff like that. Awesome. That's really great. So um, from your bio on the website, I read that you were part of your college's dance team for almost yeah. all of college. So can you talk yeah. a little bit about that experience? Yeah, absolutely. So it is a auditioned um, company. It's called Orcasis Dance Company. Um, and I started the second semester of my freshman year, I started and did all the way through the first semester of my senior year. Mm -hmm. um, and just, ugh, I just loved it. It was so great. Um, I knew I couldn't stop dancing um, after that first semester. I was like, okay, I gotta do something. Um, so I auditioned um, and then I also got school credit for it, which was super great. Um, and we focused a lot on modern dance and ballet dance. And then we would do little, we would do a performance every uh, every semester. We would split off into whoever wanted to choreograph, got to choose who they wanted to be um, in that uh, in that piece. And then uh, it was usually about, I don't know, maybe six weeks or so. And then we would put up a show. And we would also get the chance to go to the American Collegiate Dance Association. And so for our region, we would go there, take a couple pieces um, and perform them, and then they would be adjudicated. Um, so we would have some um, professionals kind of give us some feedback on them and stuff like that. And then sometimes, or towards the end, they would announce like a select few that they really felt were really amazing. And then they would do like a final performance with that. So we would always get to see some that we didn't see before, but then some really cool ones that we didn't get to see um, during other showcases then too. My junior year, I was elected the secretary of the company, which was awesome. And I made, I got really close to the whole team there. So the president and the vice president and the treasurer, we got super close. They're still 
really good friends of mine. I made so many friends with that program. It was amazing. And just getting to really hone in on like my skill set and my my passion for dance. And like, Mm -hmm. I just grew a whole new understanding for everything and just really kind of got the sense of like what it feels like just to like be free in your dancing Mm -hmm. and stuff like that too. So it was something that got me through a lot of stressful weeks (laughs) of college, you know, getting that adrenaline flowing, getting that like peace of mind out on the dance floor and stuff like that. Um, and then I took a lot away from it. Um, through my dance technique, um, through friendships, through um, just knowledge, um, working as a team, and I'm like as a leadership team too. It was awesome. I miss it. (laughs) So I assume you were a dancer before college. So how did, when did you start dancing and how did you become a dancer? Yeah. So my parents put me in dance when I was like three or four. Um, And it was actually here um, on the junior theater campus when it was the Midwest Dance Academy. So my very, very first recital was actually on the DJT stage. That's Um, awesome. So yeah, and I think I was, I think we were like little Dorothy's. So -hmm. we had cute little like plaid costumes and stuff. It was super fun. And then I was very shy at that age. So I didn't want to do it. (laughs) <laughs> and then um, around age eight, I had a friend who um, I went to go see a performance that she had done, just like a little musical, summer musical camp. And uh, my mom asked if I wanted to maybe try dance classes there. And I was like, okay, we can give it a try. And the teacher was amazing. And she was just so, so kind, so knowledgeable, so supportive. And she just lit that spark of dance in me. And then I did that, um, all the way with her, um, all the way through my eighth grade year. Um, and then she ended up moving away and selling the business to somebody else. So I stuck with it there and haven't really been able to stop since. (laughs) Do you have a favorite style of dance to do? And then a favorite style of dance to choreograph? I probably would say my favorite style to do would be either modern or lyrical mm-hmm. and to choreograph probably lyrical and jazz is always fun too yes, it's fun. yeah yeah and then sometimes like I've been able to help out with like some tap or do some like random tap stuff or ballet stuff mm-hmm. and I'm like oh I remember how much I miss this stuff too like yeah. <laughs> so it it kind of, yeah, just whenever I get to do it again, mm-hmm. it kind of re- relights that spark. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is just as awesome as those other two as well. So, yeah, yeah. my roommate and I were learning a tap routine in our basement last night. We forgot how much we love tapping. <laughs> oh, isn't it awesome? It is. Oh, I love it. Just I want to take crisp I wanna find some lessons. Yes. Yeah. YouTube has so some fun. good YouTube has some good little tutorials. So we were learning um a tap routine to Uptown Funk. So that was really fun. Oh, love it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So uh, when COVID hit, classes went online. So what was it like to transition to dance classes online? And what were some like maybe unexpected benefits of doing that? Or, well, <laughs> going online was definitely an experience just getting ready to go online so learning how to use zoom I had never heard of zoom before so learning how to use it 
trying to teach my teachers to use it as well while I'm learning how to use it um, was interesting. Um, but we got lots of practice um, and we had some meetings and we had like some test classes that we all kind of um, joined in on just to kind of see what it was like to you know, teach to a camera, <laughs> basically. Um, so that was, that felt like forever, but it also felt like it went super fast. And so we really got that up and going pretty quickly um, once we decided to do virtual classes. Virtual classes are, they are tough, but they are also pretty amazing at the same time. It's really awesome to say that we can reach all these kids while everybody's at home. And we can reach kids like anywhere. Um, you know, we've reached kids in Kentucky, um, in California. I think we've had some dance kids, um, other places as well. I'd say one benefit would be that parents can kind of listen in if they want or they can kind of watch. Um, I get a lot of questions uh, from parents about how can I help them at home? Um, so teachers have sent home like little flashcards. We'll just kind of demonstrate something for them real quick before we send them home. Um, but it's still kind of hard to like remember it. And, you know, mm -hmm. kids come home and they're like, what'd you do? stuff. <laughs> Do you remember what it was called? No. <laughs> um, and so this way parents could, especially with the littler ones, they really like to be involved in their, mm -hmm. in their school and their dancing, you know, what have you. And, um, I think parents took a lot away from it too. Um, and then they could kind of, you know, quiz their kids, um, after class and before the next class and, um, you know, maybe learn along with them off to the side as well too. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Do you have a favorite thing about being a dance teacher? Seeing the growth in the students and also seeing like the little sparks of like when something finally clicks for them. Mm -hmm. Um, cause it, it could take the way I say something, um, like how I demonstrate something, it could take a student like right away, they understand it. It could take a couple of different analogies and metaphors that I can throw at them um, until they understand it. But once they do, no matter how fast it comes on, it, like you just kind of see those wheels turning and then there's just like a, oh, okay. Um, you just, you really see that light bulb just kind of be like, bing, there it is. Now I understand mm -hmm. it. Um, so seeing that and just seeing something, especially if they've like kind of struggled with it and stuff right. and where they finally take the time and just trust themselves and just say, it's okay that I'm not like everybody else right now. It's okay that I'm a little so-called behind. Um, I'm going at my own pace. So I'm not behind. I'm just on my pace. Um, so encouraging them to, to be like that um, is awesome. And then just seeing them work through everything and seeing all the growth that they've done throughout, you know, we like even through a five week session that we had like last fall, some mm -hmm. kids learned so, so much. And it was through zoom too. Yeah. So like we yeah. weren't in person, like showing everything, like they were watching us through a screen. Like it's mm -hmm. so much more different that way too. Um, but yeah, just getting to see that and then just passing along that joy 
the dance and then watching them just smile and light up. Um, oh my gosh, I'm seeing like so many things. I guess like another big thing would be performance day. Um, I've had so many kids who are like, I'm super nervous. I don't do it. Like I, mm, or I've had younger students who like, kind of get a little emotional because they're a little scared to be on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but then getting them out there, I've had a number of times where students would go up, they would do their thing. We would get off stage after they're done. And they're like, can we do that again? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wish you could right now. But we, get, we have to let the other classes go. Um, mm-hmm. So just having them realize like how empowering and fun it is to just be on stage, do your thing, have people clap for you. Um, it's just, it's, it's awesome just to see little stars blossom on stage. Yeah. yeah. So other than dance, do you have any hobbies or talents that people might not know about? Well, I recently got a puppy. Mm-hmm. He's a hobby. <laughs> he's very cute. He's, he, he's, he's a lot. Um, so he takes up a lot of my time right now, but he's super fun. Um, another thing that I like to do is I like to like kind of flip furniture a little bit. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the bigger pieces in my house right now are stuff that I either got for free off of Facebook and flipped, or I found it on the side of the road. (laughs) Mm-hmm. for free and I painted it up. Um, I've got a really awesome vanity right now and a couple like side tables that I've painted. Um, I have a corner cabinet that I got off uh, Facebook for free and just flipped that, um, painted it all up and just like adding some, you know, being frugal, but being mm-hmm. fashion forward with it too. <laughs> so that's awesome. um, yeah, that's always something fun that I like to do is like picking out you know, colors and kind of see what kind of theme I want to go with. And mm-hmm. That's really um, just cool. seeing it come to life. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we like to ask everyone this on the podcast, but if you could have lunch with anyone throughout history, who would it be and why? Ooh, that's a good one. I think it'd be interesting to talk with and have lunch with George Balanchine. Mm-hmm. He is a famous choreographer who started the American School of Ballet. Um, and I'm recently watching on Disney Channel or on Disney Plus. Um, they have like a whole series on the school right now going on. So I've been watching that and just kind of like learning a little bit more about him too. Um, and like on the school side of things. So I think it would be super interesting to sit with him and kind of like get to know his style a little bit more because it's very new. It's unique. Um, mm-hmm. And getting to know why like his main reasons why he felt so inclined to make a school of dance Mm -hmm. um and a school of dance that's at this level like the six-year-olds are doing amazing things (laughs) and they're getting to be on stage in the nutcracker sometimes too so uh, yeah he uh, is a big influence and they still teach um his uh technique um to this day and really make sure that it does stay and like continue on the way that he taught it originally Mm -hmm. um so to hear his story a little bit more and then uh, what pulled him into starting a school for kids too would be really cool 
That sounds really cool. So DJT, the dance program has grown a lot in the past couple of years, but how would you like to see it grow even more going forward? I would love to see us reaching even more kids, um, whether that is continuing through the Zoom classes, um, you know, once everybody's able to kind of like, once it's safe to, you know, be out and about again um, and go back to our, what we knew as normal before, um, mm-hmm. just having more kids in the studio. Um, and then maybe someday expanding our studio mm-hmm. spaces somewhere. Um, just so we can offer more things, um, offer more classes that are popular, get kids interested in other things. Maybe um, uh, having like some special teachers in the summer just come and teach a workshop um, would be awesome. Um, some like someone from like one of the colleges nearby um, or a different studio in the area because um, mm-hmm. I am all for learning and having some experience with new teachers because you learn so, so much and you could learn something that you, or you could work on something that you're working on in your, your normal class, but the way that that teacher says it and explains it can click for somebody where, as it didn't, whereas what like, I would say, um, and how I would um, demonstrate and explain something, um, it might not click for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you can always take things from different teachers and apply it wherever you go. Um, so I think having, yeah, having some times where we can get some fun new teachers coming in, doing some fun things. Um, we started a dance camp. 2018 no 2019 summer 2019 um this year we weren't able to do it obviously but um we are planning to bring it back this summer so i'd love to see that grow um into something big and maybe maybe someday we do two weeks of dance camp you never know but yeah i'd just like to see it be able to reach reach more people more kids um and then just like give them that opportunity to, to really do something that some parents can always afford too. Yeah. So um, yeah, make us more accessible, affordable, making dance accessible and affordable mm-hmm. um, even more than we already do so far. Yeah. So do you have a favorite dance move of all time? Like your go-to move? <laughs> well, okay. So if I'm at like, if I'm at like a wedding, I'm definitely going to pull out like the lawnmower mm-hmm. or the shopping cart, you know, those classics. Um, but if I'm like on stage and stuff, <laughs> a little more serious, I like to pull out things that people don't see very often. Um, I don't know if I would say there's a single dance move that I pull that I like to incorporate, but I like to incorporate things that are very pedestrian. Mm-hmm. So um, something that doesn't seem like a dance move, it just seems like you're on stage, maybe you're just walking. Um, I once had a, actually when I auditioned for um, the company at college, um, we did like a little modern dance for the audition as well. And the, the teacher um, teaching the, the the combination um at one point had us like raise our hand like just by the elbow and he's like 
you're going to just hand somebody your bus pass. <laughs> and like that has stuck with me forever. Um, so handing somebody their bus pass, you know, just something simple. Mm-hmm. But it like creates like a moment. Um, I really like to do a lot of that stuff. And that's what I teach my um, when I teach a lot, um, especially for like lyrical classes is taking like that everyday stuff. Maybe um, it's raining outside. So like, how do you show that it's raining? Um, or maybe it's how do you take um, baseball and make that into a dance and stuff too. Um, swinging a bat, how can you make that look dancey? Um, and stuff like that. So I, yeah, I like to bring in that everyday stuff so that, mm-hmm. because you know, anybody can dance. It takes, you do it every day pretty much. So, yeah. Yeah. So my last question for you is what advice would you give to young dancers? I mentioned it before, but trusting yourself and knowing that it's okay to be going at your own pace. We all learn differently. We all learn at a different pace. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially with young dancers, you know, your body is still growing and you're um, still learning a lot and you're, you know, you're still using your brain a lot too, especially with dance. It takes so much brain activity to do it because um, mm-hmm. you're thinking about like standing up tall, shoulders back, chest down, you know, chin up, suck in your tummies, don't arch your back, <laughs> breathe, um, all those fun things. And so it takes a while to get used to all of that. And then you're also counting and you're also dancing and all this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, so just um, trust yourself, have fun. Like that's the, that's what dance is all about. It shouldn't be something that you're like, oh my God, I got to dance. It should be, I get to go to dance. Mm-hmm. I get to dance and let out all my frustration, let out some anxiety. I get to just not think about that stuff. I just get to dance. And that's awesome. Um, so just having fun, trusting yourself, knowing that you are going to get there when you get there. And that is okay if it takes longer than somebody else. You're just going to make a whole bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. You are going to probably make some lifetime, life, lifelong friends. I know I have one lifelong friend from dance too. Um and just, just have fun. It's amazing. And you feel so much better after dance too. We've got a good dance class. It's yeah, like a good definitely. workout class, only it's a whole lot more fun than a workout class. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thanks. You too. This has been the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.